Thanks for joining us for A Moment with Jesus, a 30-minute contemplative devotional moment designed to help you cultivate everyday connection with God. We hope this short half hour will give you some breathing room in your day to connect with Jesus. The devotionals are designed so that you'd only need to bring yourself and your preferred way to listen. But if there's anything else you'd like to gather before we begin, now is the time. Maybe a Bible, a journal, something to write with, or anything else you think might help you connect with Jesus during this time. Let's get started. Today is day eight in the Gospel of Luke series. Take a moment and begin to quiet your heart and your soul before Jesus. Ask him to allow your mind to rest and for anxieties and distractions to be stilled. Let us begin in prayer. Jesus, open our hearts to your words today. Allow us to be undistracted in your presence. As we listen and read today, continue to show us more of your character. May your words take root in our hearts. And may we marvel at your works. And may you give us wisdom and insight into our questions. Amen. The Gospel of Luke, Chapter 8 Soon afterward, he went on through cities and villages, proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God, and the twelve were with him, and also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Joanna, the wife of Cusa, Herod's household manager, and Susanna, and many others who provided for them out of their means. And when a great crowd was gathering and people from town after town came to him, he said in a parable, a sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell along the path and was trampled underfoot, and the birds of the air devoured it. And some fell on the rock, and as it grew up, it withered away, because it had no moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up with it and choked it. And some fell into good soil, and grew, and yielded a hundredfold. As he said these things, he called out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. 
and when his disciples asked him what this parable meant, he said, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God, but for others they are in parables, so that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts, so that they may not believe and be saved. And the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy. But these have no root. They believe for a while, and in time of testing fall away. And as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. As for that, in the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart, and bear fruit with patience. No one, after lighting a lamp, covers it with a jar or puts it under a bed, but puts it on a stand so that those who enter may see the light. For nothing is hidden that will not be made manifest, nor is anything secret that will not be known and come to light. Take care then how you hear, for to the one who has, more will be given, and from the one who has not, even what he thinks he has will be taken away. Then his mother and his brothers came to him, but they could not reach him because of the crowd, and he was told, Your mother and your brothers are standing outside desiring to see you. But he answered them, my mother and my brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. One day he got into a boat with his disciples and he said to them, Let us go across to the other side of the lake. So they set out and as they sailed he fell asleep and a windstorm came down on the lake and they were filling with water and were in danger. And they went and woke him saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. And he awoke and rebuked the wind and the raging waves and they ceased and there it was a calm. And he said to them, where's your faith? And they were afraid and they marveled saying to one another, who then is this, that he commands even the winds and water, and they obey him? Then they sailed to the country of Gerasenes, which is opposite Galilee. When Jesus had stepped out on land, there met him a man from the city who had demons. For a long time he had worn no clothes, and he had not lived in a house but among the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him, and said with a loud voice, 
What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me. For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For many a time it had seized him. He was kept under guard and bound with chains and shackles. But he would break the bonds and be driven by the demon into the desert. Jesus then asked him, What is your name? And he said, Legion, for many demons had entered him. And they begged him not to command them to depart into the abyss. Now a large herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside, and they begged him to let them enter these. So he gave them permission. Then the demons came out of the man and entered the pigs, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and drowned. When the herdsmen saw what had happened, they fled and told it in the city and in the country. Then people went out to see what had happened. And they came to Jesus and found the man from whom the demon had gone, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed in his right mind, and they were afraid. And those who had seen it told them how the demon-possessed man had been healed. Then all the people of the surrounding country of Gerasthenes asked him to depart from them, and they were seized with great fear. So he got into the boat and returned. The man from whom the demons had gone begged that he might be with him, but Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. And he went away, proclaiming throughout the whole city how much Jesus had done for him. Now when Jesus returned, the crowd welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. And there came a man named Jairus, who was a ruler of the synagogue. And falling at Jesus' feet, he implored him to come to his house. For he had an only daughter, about twelve years of age, and she was dying. As Jesus went, the people pressed around him, and there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years. And though she had spent all her living on physicians, she could not be healed by anyone. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment, and immediately her discharge of blood ceased. And Jesus said, Who was it that touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds surround you and are pressing in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me, for I perceive that power has gone out from me. And when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling, and falling down before him, declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him, and how she had been immediately healed. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While he was still speaking, someone from the ruler's house came and said, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher anymore. But Jesus, on hearing this, answered him, Do not fear, only believe, and she will be well. And when he came to the house, he allowed no one to enter with him 
except Peter and John and James and the father and the mother of the child. And all were weeping and mourning for her, but he said, Do not weep, for she is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. But taking her by the hand, he called, saying, Child, arise. And her spirit returned, and she got up at once. And he directed that something should be given her to eat. And her parents were amazed, but he charged them to tell no one what had happened. As we have heard the words from Luke chapter 8, let us now move into a time of reflection. The chapters in Luke are so rich with stories of interactions. I'm sure you have been noticing that as we have been reading them. What is standing out to you today? Perhaps there is a smaller part of this chapter you want to focus on. Maybe it's the parable of the soil. Maybe it's Jesus redefining family in the kingdom. Perhaps it is the calming of the storm. Or maybe it is one of the healings. Or perhaps today is another day to make note of something you have a question about. Maybe you'll do some research later. Maybe you'll bring it up in a conversation with a friend. Whatever is surfacing, take some time to talk to God about a smaller portion of this chapter. You can do that with your words, you can do that in a journal, you can do that in the, the quiet of your own heart and mind. But ask God what part of this chapter he might want you to focus on today.
as we continue in reflection, one of the things that is beautiful about Jesus is his willingness to be interrupted. He allows people access to him and invites them into his day. Consider the woman who was experiencing hemorrhaging for 12 years and how just through touching Jesus in a crowd, he was willing to acknowledge her specifically. Think about your own life. Are you willing to be interrupted? Do you have eyes? space for the kingdom work Jesus might be inviting you into. Take some time and have a conversation with Jesus about this. Maybe you ask him how he did it. As we have spent some time reflecting on what we have heard and what we have read, let us now move into a time of intentional prayer. How do you want to marvel at Jesus? Is it something big, like his ability to have authority over the wind and the waves? Or is it something less flashy, but equally important, like the way he gives value and sees the people around him? 
Pray today in the way of wonder and awe at Jesus. Perhaps it's prayers of praise and thankfulness. Perhaps it's like the man who was healed of his demons, that he declared what God had done for him. Perhaps you want to give thanks for those things in your life. Take some time, and as you feel led, pray about these things. As we continue in prayer, let us go back to our reflection on our willingness to be interrupted. Now, in this time of prayer, pray for the faith to take those opportunities where God's kingdom work and kingdom values might interrupt your week this week. Ask for the eyes to see those opportunities, for the faith to take them, and for a pace of life that is not so fast that they pass you by.
as we continue in prayer, are there ways you sense God inviting you to pray? Now that we are in chapter 8 of the Gospel of Luke, have you noticed God bringing any themes to mind? However you are feeling invited to pray, take some time now. It may be prompted by the Gospel of Luke, or it may be something totally different. But however you feel led, take some time to pray for those things. As we begin to close, if you sense that there is much more to speak with God about today, just take a moment to press pause and continue on as long as you would like or need. But if you feel ready to wrap up and to move on in whatever is next, let us close in prayer. Loving God, thank you for your words to us. Jesus, thank you for your faithful model of what it looks like to live in this world. Teach us to be like you, to have our eyes open to the ways you might be inviting us into your work. Thank you for your kindness to reveal to us who you are you healed the sick, you calmed the wind and the waves, 
you raise the dead. Teach us to trust you and protect us from the things that would choke out your word in our lives. May we be people whose faith stands firm in you. In Jesus' name, amen.